0: sports in the Midwest, it's the Midwest Sports Network, MWSN.net. It's episode 180, this delayed edition of the local Sunday sports podcast, and we're wrapping up week two with final scores and a couple of tidbits around local sports. Plus, it's almost that time. The 2020 Cincinnati Bengals season starts Sunday, and we'll talk about that more on the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowan. This is a weekly audio podcast that covers all sports in Dayton and Cincinnati, Ohio, and the surrounding areas. From Northern Kentucky and the Ohio River up to Lima in Allen County. From Richmond, Indiana and the surrounding Whitewater Valley region to Madison County and surrounding areas. If you want local sports, this is your source. To find your favorite way of listening to this podcast, as well as visiting the T Public and Redbubble shops and find the latest episodes, please visit syndaypod.com. This opening theme was created with the Splash app. And now it's time for another episode with your host, Lee W. Mowen. It's that time again. Sorry for the delay on this newest episode of the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast. But a couple of tidbits before we begin. For the Cincinnati Swerve, they have named a head coach for their indoor men's soccer team, and Manny Ajai. Manny Ajai, if you recognize that name, he was a player on the Dayton Dynamo 2.0. And I believe he's been playing soccer with Cincinnati for quite some time. So Manny Ajai will take over for the Cincinnati Swerve men's soccer team. For this upcoming season, his sixth season with the Swerve organization after playing with Cincinnati for the past five. He's earned All-Star accolades, named first team All-MASL 2, and most recently part of the 2019 PASL National Championship team. So basically, someone that knows the product very well with the Cincinnati Swerve is now the head coach, which I think is a smashing hire one-time head coach of Winton Woods High School soccer from 2015 to 2018. Yeah, I I definitely think Ajay will do quite well. He'll take over for Craig Rodis, who will remain in the organization as an integral part. So definitely hopefully the season begins soon. According to the press release here, it's set to begin in December, but new head coach for the indoor soccer team in Cincinnati. So now we talk about week two scores in Ohio, week three Indiana scores. And starting tonight, we'll start week one of Kentucky high school football. So we'll definitely get you scores of that when we can for episode 182. So again, definitely sorry for this late release of this episode, but it's been a busy week. I can't believe it's already Friday. But here we go. Your week two scores for Southwest Ohio. We start off again at the Cross County Conference, the battle of North and South. And if you put, you know, if you picked the Panthers to win, you'd be right. As Tri County North defeats Twin Valley South 42-27. This happened in West Alexandria, so T C N picks up a win on the road. Elsewhere in the CCC, Fort Laramie defeats Bethel 61-7. National Trail defeats Bradford 41-7. Tri-Village coasts to 2-0 by declawing Ansonia and the Tigers 56-35. It's Covington 43, Miami East 14, and Arcanum. sails past Mississinaba Valley 48-12 the Southwestern Buckeye League, Eaton picks up their first win of the year as they defeat Oakwood on the road, 10-7. Valley View 2-0 again. They defeat Monroe on the road, 31-7. Brookville 42, Carlisle 6. Bellbrook shuts out Franklin, a very good Wildcats squad, 34-0. And I think I read through the comments this might be Bellbrook's best team ever. So the Bellbrook at Valley View game happening tonight, that's huge. Dixie picks up their first win. The Greyhounds defeat Northridge 24-12. Last time those two teams will battle each other in the gridiron as SWBL members. Waynesville 42, Preble Shawnee, 7. And Milton Union slinkies past Middletown Masson 13-12. To the Miami Valley League, Stebbins takes care of Sydney to 20 Fairborn knocks off West Carrollton 45-32. The last football game. For two weeks for West Carrollton, they have a couple cases of the COVID. Tippecanoe, 28, Greenville, 0, Troy, 34, Xenia, 7. And Picker rolls big over Vandalia Butler, 43-18. In the Greater Western Ohio Conference, it's Wayne over Miamisburg, 35-24. Springboro rolls 77 points on the Beaver Creek Beavers, and they win that 77-16. And it's not even the most points that are in the final scores. Spoilers. Northmont 2 0. They defeat Kettering Fairmont 20 6. And an overtime affair watches Springfield push past Centerville 31 24. In fact, Springfield won it about 30 some seconds into OT. In the Central Buckeye Conference, we have another overtime affair. It's Springfield Shawnee 13 and Bell Fountain 6. Jonathan Alder, 35, Kenton Ridge, 7, London, 20, Tecumseh, 7, North Union with the shout-out over Indian Lake, 13 to nothing, Northwestern rolls over Urbana, 41 to 7, and one more OT affair for good measure, Graham, 33, Benjamin Logan, 32, and the Falcons of Graham are 2 and 0. Made a couple adjustments on my local score sheets. I moved some conferences around. So now we talk about the Ohio Heritage Conference first. And we start off with Mechanicsburg taking down West Jefferson 37 to 29. West Liberty Salem takes down Triad 27 20. It's Greenview 34, Southeastern 0. And Green and 24, Springfield Catholic Central 0. Fairbanks 35, Northeastern 20 to wrap up OHC play. In the Northwest Central Conference, up north in Lima and the surrounding areas, Lima Perry 56, Crestline 13, Hardin Northern 48, Ridgedale 18, Riverside 39, Layman Catholic 7, which, according to social media, that's Riverside's first ever win against Layman Catholic, ever. Waynesville Goshen 34, Ridgemont 14, and Marion Elgin 60, Upper Scioto Valley 18. To the Western Buckeye League as we stayed north with Elida upsetting Ottawa Glandor 14-7. St. Mary's 2-0 again. They defeat Wapakoneta 14-7. The Wapakoneta Redskins were without 11 of their starters thanks to COVID. Lima Bath 21, Kenton 14, Lima Shawnee 14, Salina 6, and Van Wert 56, Defiance 20. And in the Midwest Athletic Conference to wrap up the Dayton area, Versailles 20, Defoe St. John 7, Marion Local 21, New Bremen 13, the the 1-0 squads. St. Henry 44, Anna 13, Coldwater 49, Minster 14, and Fort Recovery 43, Parkway 6. No scores in the Dayton City League, although I believe DCL play is set to begin either this week or next week. The Cincinnati Metro Athletic Conference is not so lucky on that stands as Cincinnati Public Schools will meet again on the 14th this upcoming week to talk about fall sports. But then again, we'll already be in week four of high school football if they agree to it. So that'll be interesting to see. And now the Greater Catholic League. Nice win for Carroll on the road. They defeat Chaminade Julien 20-17 at Roger Glass. Hamilton Baden 14, Alter 12. The Baden Rams have won their last few matchups against the Knights. McNicholas 30, Bishop Fenwick 6, the first game for the Fenwick Falcons. They missed the first one because of COVID. And St. Xavier 24, LaSalle 10, first win of the year for the Bombers. In the Cincinnati Hills League, we have Wyoming defeating Marymount 40-6 for the 31st straight CHL win for the Cowboys, who are 2-0. Redding 56, Finneytown 13, Indian Hill 52, Madeira 7, and Deer Park 45, Taylor 35. In the Greater Miami Conference, I had the call on this game. Quite an entertaining shootout. We already had 21 points in the first quarter. Princeton defeats Sycamore 27-20. The second time since 2008, the Vikings got the best of the Aviators. Lakota West 2-0, 40-13 winners over Hamilton. Coleraine picks up their first win after having a long winning streak in the GMC snap by Lakota West. Cardinals back in the winner's side of the scoreboard. They defeat Oak Hills on the road, 30-0. Fairfield, 35. Middletown, 13. First game of the year for the Minis And Mason, 2-0. They defeat Lakota East, 28-21. In the Eastern Cincinnati Conference, Witten Woods gets their first taste of ECC play. They knock off Also, another newcomer team in Lebanon, 27-20. West Claremont, 13. Loveland, 7. Turpin, 49. Milford, 14. I believe all the 49 points came in the first half by the Spartans. Also, Kings rolled over Anderson, 72. Actually, we're going to have to check. I think it's like 70 to 30-something. So, I can't believe I forgot to put that on there. But, luckily, I did retweet it. So, let's go look real quick. But, yeah, it was, uh, that was a high-scoring game as well. Kings is a really good squad. I mean, they got a strong running back in Ty uh, Stielski, who last year, when I first saw him, he scored five touchdowns against the Loveland Tigers. So, definitely, it's 70-34, to Knights over Anderson. Can't believe I forgot to put that on my sheet, but there we go. So, a nice win for Kings to start off their football season. To the Southern Buckeye Athletic and Academic Conference, Wilmington versus Batavia did not play because of COVID cases on Batavia's side of things. Bethel Tate 41, East Clinton 8, New Richmond 77, Western Brown 61. You can be assured that there were several times I had to blink my eyes hard and say, Is that a real score? Or did someone royally mess up on score stream? But no, that is a 77 61 win for the New Richmond Lions. Which, by the way, in case you're curious, that is a total of 138 points. Which is more than the two basketball teams have scored since 2010. I know. 77-61. Elsewhere in the SBAAC, Blanchester 30, Claremont Northeastern 19, Fayetteville 27, Williamsburg 0, and Clinton Massey 57, Goshen 7. To the Southwest Ohio Conference, a big result here as Talawanda defeats Harrison 17-7. And the Braves win their first game against Harrison since 1995. I know, that's a long time. Great win for head coach Larry Cox and the Talawanda Brave. Edgewood slices past Mount Healthy 21-20 over the Owls. And Ross 41, Northwest 36. In the Miami Valley Conference, looks like there's a couple more scores that I have to pick up. Really wish i double-checked this before, but that's okay. I'm sure I can pull it up quite easily. We'll skip that one for now. Roger Bacon, 2-0. They roll over Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy, 42-14. Lachlan, a big shutout win over Miami Valley Christian, 51-0. By the way, for Miami Valley Christian, I believe... They are not playing football anymore due to the lack of healthy bodies on their team. Not COVID-related, but injury and low body-related. So let's scroll real quick and see if I can find that score. Actually, it's probably better if I just search it, isn't it? Yeah, see, we know how to do stuff here. It is St. Bernard 26, Cincinnati Country Day 0. Norwood rolls over Summit Country Day 49-13. And North College Hill defeats Cincinnati College Prep 22-20. Now the big moment of truth. The New Miami Vikings result. I believe they won. And they did. 30-12 over Purcell Marion. Good result by New Miami. I believe that's their first football game of the year as well and outside non-conference scores which there aren't a lot this time will head to central Ohio now I spent a long time putting all the scores into the conferences I'm not going to do that again Um, just because of the fact that there are a ton to cover and I just want to get through them as quickly as possible for you know listenership's sake but Here are your scores from the Columbus, Ohio area. We have Bishop Hartley picking up their first win over Bishop Watterson, 28-21. Westfall, 36. Zane Trace, 21. Chillicothe, 23. Washington, 7. That's Washington Courthouse. Pickerington Central, 49. Newark, 0. Groveport, Madison, 45. Ronaldsburg, 14. If you look on ScoreStream, it's listed as an overtime win. I said 45-14. That can't be an overtime win. What are you going for? Like the, what, 32-pointer or something like that? Dublin-Kaufman, 24. Olin Tanji liberty 17. Central Crossing, 21. Lancaster, 18. Gahanna-Lincoln, 49. Westland, 7. Pickerington-North, 34. Westerville-Central, 20. Hilliard-Darby, 31. Marysville, 28. Upper Arlington, 7. Hilliard-Bradley, 6. Dublin Jerome, 56, Thomas Worthington, 21. Tangi Orange, 20, Hilliard-Davidson, 7. Tangi 45, Tangi Berlin, 33. New Albany, 23, Grove City, 7. Ashland, 39, Mount Vernon, 6. Canal Winchester, 64, Franklin Heights, 14. Westerville North, 24, Delaware Hayes, 7. Westerville South, 50, Big Walnut, 41. Another high-scoring affair there. Whitehall Yearling, 22, Granville Heights excuse me, Grandview Heights, 14. Liberty Union defeats Bexley, 42-9. Worthington Christian, winners over Miller, 31-0. Columbus Academy, 20. Harvest Prep, 10. Grove City Christian, 14. Fisher Catholic, 7. Burn Union, 54. Fairfield Christian Academy, 0. Hamilton Township, their first win. The Rangers roll over Logan M, 41-18. Tay's Valley, 42. Fairfield Union, 13. Bloom Carroll shutout winners, 34 nothing over Circleville. Watkins Memorial 40, Lincoln Heights 13, Johnstown Monroe 49, Utica 21, Heath 55, Northridge 7, Granville 15, Zanesville 7, New Lexington 40, West Muskingum 14, Centerburg 35, Crestwood 21, Amanda Clear Creek 17, Logan 12, and St. Francis de Sales 35, Mansfield 12. And now your non-conference tilts. I mentioned this game. Painesville Riverside against Little Miami for that Riverside School. They had to travel 250 miles to get to Morrow. And they pick up a nice 35 to nothing win on a Friday afternoon against Little Miami. Macomb 28, Troy Christian 14, Mass and Plains 26, Cedarville 13, Landmark Christian 27, Dayton Christian 14, East Central Indiana 21, Muller 6, Elder 42, Floyd Central 14, Lima Central Catholic 35, Licking Valley 13, and Lima Senior 14, Clay 10. That would be Clay out of the Toledo area, Oregon Clay to be precise. And that wraps up Ohio's. we head to East Central Indiana to talk about the one North Central Conference result. Richmond falls just short at Arsenal Tech 15-7. That's in Indianapolis. In the Tri-Eastern Conference, Shenandoah upsets Centerville 22-17. Bulldogs suffer their first loss in the year in Week 3. Union City 34, Hagerstown 27, Knightstown 14, Union County 12, Adams Central 41, Tri-0, and Winchester 55, Northeastern 6. In the Eastern Indiana Athletic Conference, it's Lawrenceburg 48, Milan 14, Greensburg 28, Connorsville 21, Franklin County 67, Rushville 18, and Batesville 34, South Dearborn 7. And in the Mid Indiana Football Conference, LaPel 26, North Decatur 13, Odenburg Academy 46, Edinburgh 40, and Switzerland County 19, Rock Creek Academy 12. And that wraps up scores for Week 2 in Ohio, Week 3 in Indiana, and preseason for Northern Kentucky schools. Again, their season starts tonight across the river and Ohio. So definitely looking forward to giving you more scores. Do offer you the biggest selection of scores around the area. No college scores to report. I think UC season starts later this month. And no NFL scores yet. But that's what we're talking about next on the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast. We'll step aside to tell you about our stores of Redbubble and TeePublic. Hey, folks, do you like stickers? Sure you do. What about masks, mugs, notebooks, phone cases, throw pillows, backpacks, and even wall clocks? If you like any of those things check out redbubble.com. You can search for the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast and click on either the main or alternative logo, or you can visit my press kit at the slash podcast and click on either podcasting logo from there. You can choose anything you might need from Redbubble's massive selection. Like I mentioned, there are tons of options and a very good showing of new phone cases you might need. Every purchase you make from these stores on Redbubble comes back and helps out yours truly. I myself have purchased a sticker or two from Redbubble, and they are very good quality. The more stickers you buy, the more of a discount you can get. So what are you waiting for? Shop the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast goods from Redbubble. Redbubble. Listeners, you can buy the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast merchandise thanks to TeePublic. You have a strong choice of variety from T-shirts, sweatshirts, and hoodies, coffee mugs, phone cases, magnets, stickers, notebooks, totes, and even more. Tee Public also holds frequent sales, too, where you can save up to 35% off on just about everything. Visit the slash podcast, then click on the blue Shop My Store T Public button. A portion of each sale helps out the podcast. What are you waiting for? Wear the gear supporting the local Sunday sports podcast, thanks to TeePublic. Again, visit the slash podcast, then click on the blue Shop My Store at T Public button. T Public. Hey, guess what I have to do next week? I have to get those changed because I didn't realize they had the old address on them. No, if you want to visit those stores, you'll visit SindayPod.com and it's right at the welcome page. Just click what shop you're looking for. Uh, Public has a lot of clothing stuff. Redbubble has a lot of various goods and stickers. So definitely check those out. Again, Sundaypod.com. Also, still giving out free stickers. Just DM me on Twitter at the Lee w. mallon or at Sundaypod, or even Facebook me. Just reach out if you want some stickers, and I'll send you some stickers. It's really that simple. And also, if you have a preference on which logo, let me know because I'll – send which one you rather have it's the alternative logo or the primary logo the primary logo i did myself and i'm still quite proud of it so anyway let's head down to the gridiron again to talk about the 2020 cincinnati Bengals season it's starting this sunday as cincinnati will host the los angeles chargers this will be a 405 kickoff it'll be on cbs tv in Cincinnati, that's channel twelve, and Dayton, that's channel seven, and in Lexington, Kentucky, it's channel twenty seven. Your broadcasters on CBS TV will be Kevin Harlan, definitely one of my favorite broadcasters to listen to, so I'll probably watch it on TV. You also got Trent Green and Melanie Collins, your analyst and sideline reporter. If you don't like TV, you'd rather listen to your games on radio. You have the Bengals Radio Network in Cincinnati at WCKY-AM ESPN 1530. Also on the FM Waves, WEBN 102.7 with Dan Horde and Dave Lapham. It's also WLW once the Reds season ends. Actually, when the Reds game ends Sunday, they start at 2.15 Eastern. Then they'll switch it right to the Bengals game. So definitely keep an eye out or keep an ear out for that. If you listen to Muslim on 700, you might want to start off at 1530 or 102.7 FM. of course, has the better audio quality, so you might want to listen to it there. In Dayton, it's on at 104.7 FM, which is WTUE. And I'm not sure what Lexington has it under. Again, Dan Horde, a previous guest to this podcast and Dave Lapham will be the Radio Voices. And also it'll be aired nationally on Sports USA Radio with broadcasters Larry Kahn, the play-by-play man and analyst Hank Bauer. Sports USA Radio. I feel like no, I'm thinking like Sports Map or something. It doesn't really matter. So, yeah. Your first Bengals weekly of the regular season is Sunday, 1130 a.m., Local 12, Cincinnati. And today there will be a pep rally Friday at 3 on 1530. So probably something I'll listen to on the way down to Colerain, which I'll tell you what I'm broadcasting next. So I want to talk about the Bengals, and I'd like to talk about Joe Burrow. We have yet to see him throw an NFL pass just because, you know, the season hasn't started yet. But the Bengals have a tremendous amount of confidence in the young man, which I think it's quite warranted. But something's happened for the first time since 2012, and Burrow has a Captain C on his jersey. You have to go back to 2012 when Andrew Luck was with the Indianapolis Colts, and he was a captain for that squad. So it doesn't happen too often, but... From what I understand, seems like Burrow has a very strong understanding of the game. He's got a strong understanding on how the team works. I still think my biggest fears are the O line, but I think with Jonah Williams returning, you know, that should be okay. I thank Joe Mixon. he got his contract extension, making him one of the highest paid running backs in the league. I definitely think with the contract business behind them, I think Mixon's due to have a good day. Now, of course, the Chargers on the other side, they have a pretty nice defense. But Cincinnati's at home with no fans, so probably piped-in noise, and probably a lot of people listening on radio, watching on TV. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good battle, and I think the Bengals have enough to get by the Chargers. Chargers are a very good team, As well, but I'm interested to see this matchup. And I think, you know, the Bengals can definitely, definitely pick up this win. So go to bengals.com. You can read about the opening season. And definitely 2020 is going to be the year that we pretty much think about COVID 19. But AJ Green's looking like he's raring to go, so he'll be back on the field. For the first time since December 2nd, 2018. A 10 year pro and the only NFL wide receiver to earn a Pro Bowl nod in each of his first seven seasons. Six 1,000 yard seasons to his credit. And he's second in Bengals history in career receptions with 602, 8,907 receiving yards, and tied for second in touchdowns with 63. So definitely I think AJ Green will come out of the gates strong, and I think if Joe Burrow can find him, then it's gonna to be tough stopping AJ. So definitely very excited. In case you're wondering what the records are, if you like numbers like that. The Bengals are fifteen and twenty-one against the Chargers lifetime, including seven and ten as the home team against Los Angeles slash San Diego slash Los Angeles. The Bengals have, however, won four of the last five regular season meetings, including the last two in southwest Ohio. The most recent meeting, go back to 2018 in L.A., Bengals won 26-21. Now, of course, the biggest game in the series to Cincinnati fans, you have to go back to the Freezer Bowl in the 81 season, where it was quite chilly, and the Chargers, coming from California Don't really have a lot of cold weather heading that way, especially being in San Diego. NFL record, minus 59 degree wind chill at Riverfront. And the first game in the series was the very first regular season game for Cincinnati in California, falling 29-13. For the Bengals in season openers, 24-28 overall and 13-12 at home. First home opener for Cincinnati since the 2017 season against Baltimore. And just the second time the Bengals will open at home in the last 11 seasons. So, very excited to see what the Bengals can do. Hopefully the injury bug stays away from everyone, really. Because like I mentioned, you're going to have all hands on deck People are predicting the Bengals to win five and a half games, which, you know, that's, you know, you can't really win half a game. I mean, you can tie, but that's not really the whole spirit of the thing, is it? But, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing and watching what this team can do. The Bengals are 30 and 22 in past home openers, including 13 and 13 years when the team opens its regular season at home. And for the Bengals, they're 6 and 4 in the last 10 home openers. Now, historically, if you win your first game 10 times out of 14, you'll qualify for postseason, and that's about 71 and percent with the Bengals winning the opener. So, definitely a good game on tap. And I definitely think the Bengals have enough to pull it out. Now let's talk about the Reds and FC Cincinnati wrap-up episode 181. Wanted to make this a short episode just because, yes, I have more stuff to do after this. Luis Castillo picks up his first win. He picked it up against the Pirates last week. He's now 1-5, and he's... Set to start this game at St. Louis. Cardinals have had the Reds number this shortened season. They'll be going against Adam Wainwright, who's 4-0 and a 2.68 ERA. Castillo, 1-5, 3.95 ERA. Definitely didn't think that Castillo would be 0-5 before picking up his first win. So let's look at the standings. The Reds just recently dropped the series in Chicago against the Cubs, and that puts the CHC squad three games up on second-place St. Louis. So definitely a big series for St. Louis as well. They're three back of the Cubs for first, but they have a wild-card spot. They're 5-5 five and five in the last 10. They have a run differential of plus 27. And at Busch Stadium, the cards are 10-9 and nine against teams... That are greater than 500. they They're 9-11. 19-18, the Cardinals are. They're in second place. They're two up on third place Milwaukee, 19-22. Cincinnati in fourth place by three and a half games over Pittsburgh, 19-25. And and three and a half out of the wild card spot. And Pittsburgh, 14-27. They're 10 back of first and seven out of a wild card spot. Reds have a negative 27 run differential. And Trevor Bauer mentioned it on one of his press, uh, his media meetings. One thing that aggravates him is this is an inconsistent team in all aspects and definitely agree on that. How can you spend $165 million in the offseason and you're looking outside, looking on the inside on the playoff bubble? Again, three and a half out of the wildcard spot is what Cincinnati is. And your leaders in the National and American League in the NL East, it's Atlanta still, three up on Philadelphia and three and a half up on Miami, uh, Miami, rather. Braves 26 and 18. They made a little bit of a splash yesterday. You might have heard that 29 to what was it, 29 to 9 score against Miami. Yeah, that's a lot of runs. And that gives Atlanta plus 53 in the run differential. NL West still belongs to the Dodgers. They're three and a half up on San Diego. they having a monstrous season, the Padres are. Dodgers 32-13, Padres 29-17. In the American League, Tampa Bay up three and a half over the Toronto Blue Jays and five and a half up on the Yankees of New York. AL Central, the league goes to the Chicago White Sox, 27-16. One up on the second-place Twins, one and a half up on the 3rd place Indians although Minnesota and Cleveland are separated by half a game. In the AL West, Oakland still maintains the top. At 27-15, the Athletics are 6.5 up on the Astros and 8.5 and up on Seattle. So let's see if we can find that wild card thing. Here's the postseason standings. Nice big button for me to look. So if the season were to end today, your wild cards would go to the Cleveland Indians and the New York Yankees in the American League. In the National League, it would be the Marlins and the Giants, Miami and San Francisco. Your playoff seeds would look like this. Dodgers, Braves, Cubs, Padres, Phillies, Cardinals, Marlins, Giants. And the AL, it's A's, Rays, White Sox, Twins, Blue Jays, Astros, Indians, Yankees. And looking from the outside would be the Orioles. They are, what is that, a... Game and a half away from New York. Detroit, 2023. Mariners, Angels, Royals, who picked up a big win over Cleveland last night as their starting pitcher Singer went seven no hit innings. Red Sox and the Rangers in the NL on the outside looking in. Colorado, Milwaukee, New York Mets, Cincinnati, Washington, Arizona, Pittsburgh. One of the things I don't understand is the fact that the Reds made that deal to get Archie Bradley in, right? You remember that trade. It just happened, what, last week? But yet they still go to Iglesias as the closer. That's the one thing I don't terribly understand. But I'm not part of the coaching staff. I don't really have any experience on that. But we will go ahead and tell you the last tale Of Hell is Real. This one took place in Columbus. And the first half was scoreless until Columbus poured in three goals in the second to take the win. It's 3-0 crew over FC Cincinnati. And the Columbus team goes 2-0 and 1 against FC Cincinnati. So FC Cincinnati is back in action tomorrow, Saturday. As they'll travel to Red Bull Arena to play New York City FC. Red Bull Arena. They don't play at uh, they don't play at Yankee Stadium anymore. Interesting. In case you want to watch this game, it's on Star sixty four. It's also on the radio at WDJO ninety nine point five FM, one hundred seven point nine FM, or fourteen eighty AM. Also on TuneIn FC Out of Auto market will be on ESPN plus. And also, fccincinnati.com slash stream. So, the FC Cincinnati squad, they haven't scored a goal in quite some time. Over 400 minutes. And I think if they go scoreless in like the first 40 minutes of their next game, that will be the club record. Let's scroll down. Here we go. From Pat Brennan. From P. Brennan E. N. Q. on Twitter, the streak is now at 484 minutes. I thought it was 430 something. Club records 527 minutes without a goal consecutively. FC Cincinnati two six and three, and yeah, it's a little bit tough for the FC Cincinnati offense. Go, I still maintain the fact if you you know add a couple more pieces to the defensive line if you, you know have a way to fix the offense I think this still could be a very good team but you know so far they really haven't been able to score a goal in nearly nearly 500 minutes so let's do a little math cuz everyone likes math on podcasts right sure you do Again, the club record in FC Cincinnati is 527 minutes. Currently, the streak is 484 minutes without a goal. So basically, in the 44th minute, FC Cincinnati will break their club record unless they score a goal. And like I said, they got New York City FC who is towards the top of the table. I believe it's still Columbus Crew that's on top. But let's go check it out real quick. Then we'll sign off for this week. Definitely enjoy talking sports with you. Again, sorry about the time delay on it. But we do have the crew leading the way at 23 points. Toronto FC not too far behind, however, at 21. Then you got Philadelphia Union 18, Orlando City SC 16, New England 14, Montreal 13 with New York City FC. So a little bit further down the table than I thought, but... It's still the same team that handed Columbus their first loss in the year. Atlanta United and the New York Red Bulls at 11 points each. And DC United at 10. And on the outside looking in, Nashville SC, FC Cincinnati, Inter-Miami CF, and the Chicago Fire. So, yeah, I mean, it's looking great for the Franklin Wildcats. And for FC Cincinnati, things are starting to brighten up. But it's still a little tough with no offense being poked in. So a couple juicy details before we sign off of episode 181. Yours truly reached 1,200 broadcasts, 1,201 broadcast. as I got two calls on SundaySports.com with Sean Stidham as Franklin Wildcats soccer held a doubleheader against the Dixie Greyhounds. Dixie boys won one nil. Franklin girls won 4 nil in their matches. And definitely really fun to see soccer, especially since I didn't think soccer would be coming back in my life until winter. I still don't know how that's going to work out, but we'll find out when the time happens. Tonight, I will be broadcasting Princeton Vikings football, Friday the 11th. It'll be at Coleraine High School against the Cardinals. Princeton 2-0, Coleraine 1-1. And you will be able to watch this game, yes I said watch, on WatchHSports.tv. Now this is a paid service, mind you. You can pay for just the individual game. You can pay a monthly fee or an annual fee to get everything in the library. Or you can just pay that one-time fee to watch Princeton at Coleraine. I saw the machine that I'm going to be working with for the new live video streaming, and it is uh, quite a nice piece of machinery. In fact, it's very expensive. It's like a leaning, it's like a slanted screen inside a computer, and you live stream from that, which, it's awesome. So, definitely a little nervous, just because, you know me, I talk on audio and radio, and that's, you know, that's my expertise, so to say. But I'm, I'm feeling confident, and I'm ready to go. So, it'll be my first time at Coral Rain, and first time seeing the Cardinals from my own eyes. I've heard nothing but great things about Colerain. And talking about the results of Cincinnati Dayton High School football. I talk about Colrain's successes all the time. So definitely really looking forward to it. And hopefully you can watch it again. Watch hsports.tv or vikenation.org. And I believe one-time payment is eight ninety-nine, And there's a little coupon that they give you esp gives you to save a little money on that so okay that is the end of episode 180 of the cincinnati and dayton sports podcast definitely great to talk to you again sorry it's a little bit late hopefully we fix that for next time stay safe Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. Be sure and bookmark SindayPod.com, the official website of the local Sunday Sports Podcast. From there you can find your favorite way of listening to future episodes on platforms such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Pandora, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, and more.